0: Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk.
1: So now it's time for this. News Talk's Executive Chair.
0: Thanks to SkillNet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling.
1: And I'm delighted to welcome to the Executive Chair Alan Cowley. He's the Commercial Operations Director and Acting Managing Director with Volvo Cars Ireland. Alan, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks, Bobby. Now, you're a Kildare man. I think it's Ballymore Eustace is the original that's, that's stomping ground. Uh, the CBS in Nace, and then off to Kaliny Court as a trainee hotel manager. Uh, but it didn't work out that way. No, Tell us more.
0: No, no. Listen, I love the hotel business, but it's a hard gig, isn't it? You know, you've you've seen it from the inside. It certainly and, is. Uh, you know, I, I when I was in the, the business, we had so much fun. Fun doesn't build a career, does it? You no. know. Let's be honest. So, you know, I wandered on. I, I've done a lot of things in my, in my time. I worked in the banking industry and found the motor industry. Maybe the motor industry found me. Possibly, you know. Your your
1: early uh, sales career started with uh, GE Money, uh, but you were effectively selling motor finance. Is that that's, right?
0: That's right. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we 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 it was a big business at the time. You know, it was about sixty percent of the motor industry was covered by GE Money. And as you know, the recession came, and you know the the the, the motor industry uh, had a had a bit of a blip, and off we went. We we, we all of a sudden, GE money exited the industry, and uh, that that's when I actually found the pure motor industry and ended up with BMW.
1: Right, and you've I know you've spent time in your career at at BMW, at Audi, at Volkswagen, and now obviously at Volvo. Yeah, are they all very different, or there's surely? There's a common theme that runs across but but I suppose there's different there's different brand personalities with different cars.
0: Absolutely right, you know, I, I, I what I will say, I found my home in Volvo. You know the the Swedish people are just a fantastic people and that follows through right through to the brand, you know. Yeah. Uh, so so definitely there are differences. There are differences in terms of the culture when you, where you work, but also in terms of the design and right through to the you know the the, the philosophy. You look at us, we talk about safety a hell of a lot, you know, and that's that's very Swedish in its makeup. Yeah. You know, it's about people.
1: I didn't know this about Volvo that but it was a chap at Volvo that invented the the three pin safety belt. Yeah. Is that right? And and Volvo then quite generously made that safety feature available to all the whole car industry. Is that correct?
0: It's correct, yeah. absolutely. And, and and in any normal business, you'd say that's the maddest thing you could come <laughs> up with, you know, giving away a patent that, that is in every car in the world right now, you know, yeah. but it was the right thing to do. That's, again, very Swedish in terms of its philosophy, very much Volvo. It's about saving lives. It's about actually caring about the customer.
1: Tell us about the, I suppose, how we buy cars now, Alan. Mm. Um, you know, and you're around this business a long time. You know, there was a time when you... You know, you went and literally kicked tires on a Saturday morning and, you know, the sales guy might be there and he'd come over and say, what are you looking at? But now would I be right in saying that the consumer, when they get to the showroom, is much more informed than in previous times?
0: A thousand percent. Right. Uh, if anything, uh, the, the, the the what used to be a three to four to five visit process has moved to maybe one to possibly two day right. process visit. So, so the sales guy has to be absolutely on the ball in terms of his, his technological understanding. And the cars, the cars have changed so much. That's the real point, you know. Yeah, it is. It is a very difficult conversation to have with the customer explaining all of those safety features, all of the wonderful things that the cars do, but at the same time trying to tailor that to the needs of the individual customer. So it's almost an advantage that they arrive to us with having done so much research on online. So, what makes a good car salesperson now,
1: uh, and are the traits maybe different to when you first started in the business?
0: Yeah, that's a that's a great question because uh, the 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 what used to be an absolutely ruthless sales process. The the, the traditional sales guys are, you know, they're they're trying to get a car off. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly. You know, that's that that had to change. That had to change. So now it's a consultative process. You know, we have to be able to talk about finance because. 60,000, 70,000 euro car, car, people don't buy those for cash. So they need to understand what is a monthly payment involved. So they have to be able to talk about that part of it. They have to be able to advise the customer in terms of, is a P have the right car, a plug-in hybrid? Is a BEV the right car, you know, a pure electric driving? Is that the right car for the person? So it's a very consultative process down to the individual's needs.
1: So selling the finance is probably an integral part of selling yeah. the car, is
0: it? Yeah, I, 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 this is a really important Piece for me, uh, I don't see it as selling finance. I see the finance as a tool for buying your car. It's it's part of that. You need all the information before you can make the decision. And and and, and let's be honest, we we earn a, th- a salary every month. We pay a mortgage every month. A car should be part of that. It should be a monthly a monthly transaction in your overall uh, monthly outgoings. So you know, it's it's not selling finance. We don't sell finance. We use finance to help us sell cars effectively. Right?
1: Okay. And just about if we look then at the big. Shift. I suppose it's it's seeing us every day. The big shift to electric vehicles. Uh, I suppose the transience of maybe the, the the hybrids again. I'm not convinced about hybrids. I never was. Brilliant. But uh, it's a very very different place now, isn't it? In a, in, yeah. a, in a sense, the customer is buying
0: something completely different. Absolutely. Uh, just on the hybrid point, point, seventy percent of our sales at the moment are hybrids, uh, plug-in hybrids. And when I say plug-in hybrid, you're you're charging a battery that will give you about seventy kilometres to ninety kilometres range. And the really interesting thing is, we know that seventy percent of the driving that people do in their PHEVs is on pure electric. So really, they only use the petrol for the long journey if they're going down to Cork for the sailing trip or, and, you know.
1: And, and is there a trade-off there that you need a heavier engine that, you know, that, that when you're off the 70k, that you're actually... Not as efficient. So, if Absolutely. you're somebody then who ends up doing a lot of trips down to Cork or up to Belfast, yeah, it's it's going to cost you.
0: And that's back to that consultative sales process, yeah. whereby we get the right car for the right person. You know, we know that a lot of people are doing their their daily trip a 30, twenty kilometre, thirty kilometre commute into the into the town or into the city to do their daily work. They only go to Cork maybe once a month or whatever it is for a holiday or for a short trip, you know. <clears throat> so actually, if we sell the right car to the right person, then they're not worried about the the range anxiety that we used to hear about. Or, or am I going to get the efficiency out of the petrol engine because the car is too heavy? You know, it's the right car for the right person.
1: So when we talk, when we look at Volvo's long-term strategy now, it's to be, what, a fully electric car company in
0: the next seven years? By twenty thirty we will be fully electric. Right. Uh, I actually believe Ireland will be a little bit ahead of that. We're we're already at thirty percent and we're probably tracking to twenty seven, maybe twenty eight of the latest. I think we'll be fully electric as a brand. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And w- what does that mean for you then in your role uh as as the uh commercial operations director and, and managing director for Volvo? What 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 are you doing then? To position the business for that,
0: a hell of a lot. We yeah. have had to change so much in a very short space of time. You know, the, the, it's not just about selling the car; it's about the servicing, it's about the maintenance of the car, it's about giving customers assurances that that they never needed before. We always knew what a nice engine did, a, a combustion engine did. We never had to worry that, you know, the, the the range anxiety conversation needed to be discussed. There's a petrol station in every corner. So it's actually the largest part of what we do is education, educating the customer in terms of, you know, the reassurances that the car will do what it needs to do. Reassuring the salespeople and the and the retailers, the investors and the brand, that actually these are the right cars to sell. So there's actually a lot to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, very interesting. Now, um, I know that you're involved. I'm a keen sailor. That's why I know all about the uh, Volvo Dunleary Regatta. Uh, why do you choose to sponsor events such as that? You're also involved in Cork Week as well, isn't that right? So, yeah. so you pretty much own uh, the sailing market, uh, the high-end sailing market in Ireland. Yeah. Is there association with sailors and fellows who buy Volvos?
0: Uh, there is, to an extent, yeah. to be fair. You know, we we we've been associated with the Ocean Race globally for quite a number of years. Uh, it 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 is synonymous with us. There's no question. But but it's really it's about it's about that brand's uh, uh, symmetry. You know, we 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 believe in the quality of life, the outdoors piece. We believe in uh, in in people enjoying life. You know, that's a very much part of our brand. And sailing is exactly that. You know, what, what's better than to be out in the, on the on the water? No engine, no, no you know. You don't have to
1: convince me. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, can I ask you, Alan, uh, again, you talk about uh, outside work, you talk about the outdoors. Uh, many of our listeners won't know that you're indeed a beekeeper and an alpaca farmer. How does a man, <laughs> man who's leading Valwa in Ireland... Uh,
0: Fall for such quests. Uh, one does wonder. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, which which came first? Uh, do you know what? I, I actually alp- alpacas are just a very much a side. They're pets. You know, it's a it's a way of keeping the grass short. But the bees that really matters to me. You know, that, yeah. that's that's a hobby I've had for nearly fifteen years, and I love it. It's just an hour away from your your. Madness, and it's it's the antidote to the day to day living, you know. Well, and it's I'm, good for the environment.
1: Well, listen, it's been great to talk to you today, and I'm looking forward to that jar of honey. Um, Alan <laughs> Cowley, as comm- commercial operations director, and indeed acting managing director of Volvo Car Island. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks.